Welcome to Let's Talk Football with me, Chris. And me, Richard. The podcast bringing you the latest in football news. Every week we discuss all the big talking points from the world of football and preview all the action in the week to come. In this week's podcast, Mo Salah is the hero for Liverpool as they beat Manchester City in the, one of the biggest games of the season so far. That result means that Arsenal are now four points clear at the top of the table after their 1-0 win over Leeds. And Ivan Tony continues to prove his England credentials by scoring twice in Brentford's 2-0 win over Brighton. Lots of controversy this weekend too. So, let's talk football. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. And welcome back to the podcast. Let's talk football podcast. The LTFP, if you will. The only football podcast you need. It is. It is the only one. It's the only one where people talk sense. <laughs> Sometimes. It's true. You can listen to Talk Sport and listen to Graham Sooness if you like, but I mean, come on. <laughs> Why would you want to do that? Well, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. You want to be where the cool kids are. Yeah. Obviously, this is here. Yeah. I mean, we're cool, right? Sh- sure. Sure. Absolutely. Right, um, let's get cracking then. Let's talk about Sunday's game. Yeah. Because it was a big one. It was very big. Liverpool, Man City at Anfield. And I think I always had a bit of a feeling that Liverpool were going to be able to... Rise to the occasion, yeah. Yeah, and I think I think the second half in midweek for them as well would have given them a lot of confidence. Yeah. In that second half performance against Rangers in the Champions League was phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ, that escalated very quickly. It really did. Yeah, one all at half time thinking, okay, it's interesting. Liverpool are still struggling. And then all of a sudden, second half starts and they come out a different team. I don't know what Klopp said to him at half time that, in that game, but it seems to have it carried over to have done the, the trick. Yeah. The weekend. It does. Um, they were very, very up for it. You know, and two big atmospheres as well, it must be said, because Ibrox is always jumping. And then when you get uh, a big game at Anfield, they are normally pretty noisy. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's what, that's what this Liverpool team maybe needs. At the minute, but we'll see how they progress. But it was a, it was a good game. Yeah. With chances on both sides. Yeah. Controversy. Controversy, but not really. I don't think it was. I don't a foul. think so. Yeah. I think it's a foul. I think he's pulled his shirt. He's grabbing onto him for forever. Yeah, he's just held he's on like, too long. He doesn't, it's not yeah. just. It's not even just a hold. I think he pulls him. Yeah. He literally pulls, he pulls him, him over. back. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, well, that's that's a foul. Yeah. It's a foul. You have to be clever it's... with these sort of things. Yeah. yeah, and I always love this. I mean, I've said this to you before, but this idea when all the pundits turn around and go, well, VAR's re-refereeing the game. Well, that's sort of what it's there for, isn't it? <laughs> supposed to be what it's, it's supposed like, to do. Like there's, yeah. a, there's a mistake there. Yeah. Uh, and they've gone, well, that's a wrong decision. So we need to pull that back. That is that is the that is definition what of what VAR is supposed to do. Yeah. Re-refereeing the game. Well, yeah, insert, yeah, it is supposed to do that. But it's there for, for those big moments, to re-referee when the referee gets it wrong. Yeah. And they didn't spot the pull on Fabinho. No. And so... So it was rightly ruled out. Yeah. Rightly ruled out. It was, uh, it was a good goal, though. For, I thought most had took that goal well. He, he, he had a couple yeah. of chances before, and he misses... I thought, oh, they're not going to score, you know, as it goes on, because I think he had a couple before where he's just missed or just gone wide. Well, Edison saved one, didn't he, that they didn't he give did. a corner for. It was a phenomenal was, save. Yeah. But then he phenomenal does exactly the same thing, and this time puts it yeah. in the net. You can't give him a second go. No, definitely not. I mean, I don't know why they were playing such a high line in the first place. Yeah. All it needs yeah. is one to go wrong. And I think that's kind in. of the way City have been, though, isn't it? And I think Liverpool were a lot deeper in this game than they usually were. But then they sprung which I think out helped pretty them. quickly. Yeah. 
Yeah, they did, but because City play the high line, mm. I think that's probably why Jurgen went, well, we can afford to drop back a bit. Yeah. And obviously their high line, if they'd have played a high line against City, they'd have been done for. They'd oh, have yeah. Been done. Yeah, we could have won. It would have just been, it could have been a, another bloodbath for them. But um, I think maybe that is, for these big games anyway, maybe how Klopp takes it going forward. Maybe that's what he's learned from, particularly maybe the United game. Maybe, yeah. When they did get taken advantage of from Rashford, who, you know, took advantage of their high line. Yeah. Obviously, we went with Milner at right back as well, a bit more of a defensive head in there. Yeah. Um, Which I think all these things kind of helped Liverpool a bit. And I just thought City were not, you know, they didn't create that many Clear really chances. good opportunities, yeah, did they? Wow, really. Um, other than the disallowed goal, really, is the only one I can really put my head on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Liverpool so defended it very well, which they've not really done in the Premier League so far this season. They haven't this season, yeah. and I think that was a big thing for him. Joe um, Gomez had a particularly good game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was good. He was good, and again, he'll be one that's fighting, trying to make an impression to that England squad. Well, he's got a couple of problems at the moment, hasn't he? With obviously Walker's out injured. Yeah. And now so is um, uh, Rhys James. Yeah, Rhys James has taken a knock. Yeah, I mean, we should be all right for right-backs, I reckon. I mean, we've got a few, yeah. Got a few. It means We've still prob- got Kieran and, and Trent. It means throw Trent in there. probably it's... goes now. Yeah. Yeah. If if neither of those get well, back, James is probably not going to make it. They reckon it's yeah. eight weeks, and he's got five weeks to the World Cup. Yes, yeah, so that's probably going to be a Walker's, bit of a stretch for Reese, which is a shame. Walker's very much on the edge of sort of he might make it, he might not. Yeah. Yeah. But no good win so, for yeah. Liverpool. Big big win as well. Big win. Climbs him up the table a little bit. Big win for Arsenal as well. And Arsenal, yeah, Arsenal get a big win, which, you know, considering now that City lost, they take a four-point advantage. That's that's huge for them. At this point, yeah, yeah. definitely. And they're showing signs that the consistency is there. Yeah. Saka with a really good goal. Really great finish from Saka. Yeah. Tight angle. You're like... Went high rather than low. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really good. Uh, Leeds... I thought Leeds, Leeds gave them a good game, though. They did. I think they did. I think they did play well. That's probably and I think the he, toughest that's... they've played against, maybe, in terms of sort of having the chances against them. Obviously, they missed a great chance with a penalty. Yeah. And then, obviously, the other one got... Ruled out for a foul, which... Didn't it? Was it a foul? I don't think it was a foul, but... Yeah, I'm not sure it's either. It's a nudge. It... Yeah. Outside the box is not given, is it? Exactly. And I think that's the... That's a disappointment, I think, for Leeds. They'll be disappointed that they didn't after the, the issues that was were found. Um, you know, they managed to find a way to get at Arsenal a little bit where other teams haven't yeah. so much. But no, I think Arsenal and even more so for Arsenal to go away, have that tough game and still come out winning. Yes, definitely. That's huge for their mentality, isn't it? Yeah. For their that you know, sh- knowing that they... shows that they are going in the right direction because that yeah. again is a game last season they probably wouldn't have won. Yeah, absolutely. So big for Arsenal. Arsenal continue to impress in the league. So that's worrying for a Tottenham perspective. That remind me. Uh, but before we talk about Tottenham, let's uh, let's just go to Villa Park. A double for Mount. Yeah. Chelsea seem to be quietly going about their business. They Chelsea. are. Yeah. They're out the headlines. They kind of just plodding no, on. Hard, hardly see them on telly yeah. in the league at the minute, and they're just winning games of football. You might say that they are mounting pressure on Steven Gerrard. You could say that. They have mounted pressure on, on, on the Villa manager. 
who and it continues to be a problem for him. Yeah, who they've even said this week in some press that even winning his next two games might not save him his job. Well, I mean that seems a bit excessive to say because I'm not sure what paper you know, I saw that in, but I did see it. Well, if he if they go out and win two two nil or you know three nil four nil in their next two games, you can't sack a manager on the back of that, can you? Not really, no. <laughs> you can't really sack him. Go oh, actually, no. Okay, you got to give him a bit more time. But it's going to be. It'll be interesting actually to see with these managerial positions what happens when the World Cup. Because I think a lot of clubs, if they're struggling, might take that moment to kind of go right. Yeah. We're going to change on the break, and that's why this year is going to be fascinating. Mm, definitely, yeah, that's a good point. With all these added extras, um, but it'll be interesting to see what happens with with Gerard. He's really struggling to get consistency in that Villa team. To be fair, it doesn't help when Tyrone Mings makes the mistake he makes for the first goal. No, it really doesn't. It really doesn't. I, I, I still, I've watched it about five, six times, and I still can't work out how that ball goes up rather than out. Yeah, yeah, it is, <laughs> it is ridiculous. But that it did, and it went straight into the path of Mason. And yeah. He wasn't gonna, he wasn't gonna turn up that opportunity, yeah. was he? He was just gonna go, no, nope, that's mine. I'm having a goal. Thank you but very again, much. But again, Villa created chances which they haven't done this season. They just couldn't get past Kepper. He was fantastic. Yeah, goal. Kepper was absolutely. You know, like he'll be, he'll be in the team of the week. Probably. Yeah. I mean, that double this week. save in particular. I mean, maybe even a triple save. I think yeah. at one point. Oh no, he was really good. He was. He was really good. He was like, just... That's the best I've seen Kepper. You think about it, right? He, he's had that pressure. Mendy's been there, yeah, kind of in position. And, you know, he's got Potter's given Kepper a chance. Yeah. I think Mendy was he's... injured, so Potter kind of, yeah. you know, gave the gloves to Kepper. And to be fair, he's kept hold of them. He's kept hold of them, yeah, because yeah. Mendy was back on the bench yesterday. Yeah. Um. So interesting. Interesting to see that little battle now between Mendy and Kepper because. You know, there was no doubt in Kepa had ability, yeah. you know, back when they brought him. It was more his confidence coming into the league. Was he strong enough? And, you know, he had a couple of mistakes. Yes, and then, you know, did, as a goalkeeper, yeah. confidence is, is a huge thing. He is, absolutely. Yeah. But he seems to be finding his feet finally in the league. And we'll see how he gets on. Hopefully, it's a, it's a sign of things to come. Well, if you're a Chelsea fan anyway, a sign of things to come. And have a... be interesting, though, because obviously, you know, having two number ones is always tricky. It never, it never, it works, never works out in out. the end. No. So a decision's going to have to be made Just at some ask point. Dean Henderson. That's Dean Henderson. I mean, yeah, he's having a wonderful time, isn't he? <laughs> he really is. Uh, right, let's uh, let's go to Friday night's game then, because we mentioned it in the intro. Yeah. Uh, good win for Brentford. Good win for Brentford. First, first and foremost. Uh, but Ivan Tony is definitely knocking on that England door. He is. Yeah. And that one little finish, little back heel. Oh yeah. I mean, if you... lovely. Yeah, lovely finish. Watch that all day, every day. And then the penalty is um, just so calm when it comes to taking penalties. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he's definitely he's got a he's got a big transfer on his horizon if he keeps this form up. Yeah. And obviously he's been linked with Man United. He's the big one, but I could see maybe a Chelsea being in there. I was gonna say you said big transfer, right? I mean he's not well, I mean I'm definitely not including Tottenham in that conversation. Um you know, United, Chelsea have been linked with him, and then obviously you might even get suitors abroad Maybe. at this point. Yeah. You know what Barcelona yeah, I was like. going to say, Barcelona will probably <laughs> look at him and go, we got rid of Aubameyang, we can have him. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
No, in all seriousness, he's, he's playing so well at the minute. He's in a rich vein of form and he needs to really take advantage of this. And if he can get in that England squad for the World Cup... Because there's places massive... up for grabs. Yeah. There are. No, there are. Especially that part of the pitch, you know, obviously you've got to think that that is that second striker role, you know, that backup to that real backup to Harry Kane. Yeah. It's got to be between him, Tammy and those and, and Watkins. Yeah, really. probably the three of them. Yeah. The, the three, one, one of those three are going to be the real backup. Yeah. And at the minute, Ivan Tony for me is in second place. He's probably yeah. playing, playing the best, playing the better out of the three of them. Yeah. Um, you know, Tammy's doing really well at, at Roma, but he, he's not scoring the goals like Ivan's scoring, no. and, and that's what England are going to need in a, in a tournament. Definitely, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, so, yeah, big win for Brighton. That puts them back up into the mid-table area now, looking a bit nicer than it was last week. Brighton still have had a really good start to their season, but the change, having losing Potter, is is that going to have an effect on, on how they get on? Yeah. And it might do. May do. Uh, right, let's go to Tottenham then. You were there. I was how, there. How was it? Um, stressful, as you can probably tell by my voice. Yeah, lots of croakiness. <laughs> took an hour and a penalty. It took an hour. To be fair, Everton had the two best chances up to that point. Yeah. There was one where Damari Gray ran through and skied it. And then we had a very big a cock up at the back where I think two of our players collided. And not ideal. And then, yeah, the bloke skied it again. But Harry Kane, I listened to Tim Sherwood, who was talking about the penalty, oh, and he okay. said he was very clever in what he did. And I watched yeah. it, and I was kind of like, yes, I agree with that statement of clever. Yeah. Because obviously, he knows that Jordan Pickford's going to come out to his feet, so he touches it a little bit harder than maybe what he would have done. And he yeah. got it away, and he got shot away. And obviously, yeah. he knows he's going to collide with Pickford at some point. That's it. But it was a penalty. There's no, there's no debate. No, I think, I think it was a penalty. He's taken him out, and then he obviously slots it away, as you'd expect him to. Which, well, you say expected it to against his England teammate, who has well, a good I mean, record. Dean Henderson saved one earlier in the season. He missed one Wednesday night as yeah. well. So, so pressure was on him, but he, he delivered when it mattered. He did, and then Hoiberg gets the second one later on. Yeah, just to calm some of the nerves Lovely around. Lovely deflection off of Alex Iwobi as well, which was always very nice. <laughs> but no, we're we're ticking along quite nicely. Yeah, it's looking good for Tottenham at the moment. Eight home wins on the bounce. Got to take that. Got to take those. Absolutely. Take those sitting yeah. pretty in third in the table. Um, Chelsea have still got a game in that game in hand though. Yes, they have. Yeah, but we've got so, the points on the board. They have. <laughs> they have indeed for now, for now have the advantage over Chelsea. So uh, that's that. Right, let's go to the um, controversial stacked game that was the nil-nil that was Man United-Newcastle. Yeah. Two penalty decisions. Yeah. And then and then the infamous, uh, was, it, was the free kick taken, wasn't the free kick taken? Now, I've watched this back again, and yeah. I've gone to look at the official ruling for what the referee yeah. has to do mm -hmm. so would you like to hear that yeah let's hear so it so whilst he's got his hand in the air yeah he's signaling an indirect free kick yeah play only continues when he puts his arm down okay so the fact that the defender has knocked the ball back to the goalkeeper is irrelevant is irrelevant because the free kick yeah. has in the referee's eyes the free kick hasn't taken place mm-hmm 
So well, there you go. Then. Yeah. Clear cut. Not a problem. Not a problem. No. Lovely finish from Ronaldo no though. Clever. It was. I mean, he, he took it well, but it's not to be. No. Uh, yeah. Well, we there was the one, wasn't there, that Nanny did a few years ago that you may well remember. Was it against Tottenham by any chance? I believe it was. I believe it was Gomez. <laughs> it probably was Gomez. <laughs> um, so there was one that was that was given yeah. that one. But no, yeah, it was but, rightly not, ruled not out in my occasion. opinion, at least. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, to be honest, there's nothing to rule out because the ball wasn't in play. No. So nothing to rule out, really, was there? But Callum Wilson um, had a penalty shout, didn't he? He had a penalty. He had a penalty shout, and I think it was a penalty. Yeah, because obviously Varane I, runs across him. Yeah. I, I don't know how far I've looked at that and gone. That's no, that's not a penalty. The refs. The ref misses it, fine, the ref misses it, but I don't know how VAR can look at it and go, that's not a penalty. Yeah. I think we were very, very lucky. Yeah, but then on the other hand, I think there was a, a court shout that United maybe should have had a penalty as well yeah. on the other end. So one each? So, you know, one, one each. <laughs> but um, obviously, depending when each of those happened, the other one might not have occurred. So Joe Linton was unlucky as well. Yeah, no, he was. To hit the bar and to hit the post within like 10 seconds is like... Yeah, no, he's he's definitely he's definitely had a moment. Um, the one that come off the post, yes. The one that come off the yeah. bar, that's a good reaction. But the, yeah, he should have buried the one that come off the post. And then Rashford had a good chance at the end. Fred yeah. had a good chance at the end. So there was, you know, considering it was nil nil, there was a lot of opportunities. It's what we call in the but, business um, an entertaining nil nil. An entertaining nil nil, where nothing happens but a lot does. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's pretty much that. Then the other game, I think one of the best games of the weekend was the Fulham-Bournemouth game. Yeah. That was quite entertaining to watch. That was um, quite entertaining, yeah. It went, well, Solanke gets the early goal. He's a Diop with the equaliser, yeah. Yeah, the thing is, you think, though, once, that first, once the first goal, you think, all oh, right, we've got a game here. Yes. Because you've got two clubs who are probably level-wise on each other's level. Yeah. And they're just um, going at both it, hammer thinking, and tongs. Yeah, yeah. Both thinking we can win this game and, and that's what you get. That is the Premier League at its best. Yeah. Um Mitrovic obviously coming back from his injury gets his goal. Been on fire this season. He has, yeah. He normally He's finds a knack show. of scoring in the Premier League, doesn't he? I mean he he yeah. romped the championship last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he does have He's... this knack of scoring in the Premier League. But that is obviously not a bad habit to have. Oh, no, definitely not. Definitely. But yeah, very entertaining game at Craven Cottage. Uh, both clubs then are looking pretty much pretty okay where they are. I mean, they were 10th and 11th in the table, so it was the epitome of the mid-table clash. Yeah. And 10 plays 11. Yeah. So, yeah, they've, they've had good starts, both newly promoted sides. I mean, it's a decent start. To have that many points, you have twelve. Well, thirty. Bournemouth on thirteen. Fulham on twelve points. Yeah. To have that after ten games, they'd have taken that. I think. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it would just be whether they can amass enough points over the rest of the season. Uh, right. Where we go to next? Let's talk Wolves and Forest. Uh, bottom of the table clash, really. It was a bottom of the table. It was a tale of two penalties in this one as well. It was. It was the one. But Ruben Nevers was able to convert. And Brendan Johnson did not. He did not, indeed. Um, and Forrest are... Struggling. Struggling. <laughs> to, put, to put it lightly, it is a struggle for him. Did you know uh, Wolves. that yeah, Jose Sarr was, is playing with a broken bone in his hand? For a goalkeeper, that is ridiculous. Yeah. His right he just hand got is playing up. with a broken bone in it. I guess if there's not a lot they can do about it, he's just like, well, just tape it up and we'll go with it. Yeah, that's dedication, isn't it? It is. There's a lot of pain. 
exactly. But yeah, maybe Wolves... just maybe 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 he just doesn't trust Sarkic that much, and he's like, well, if I, you know, we're already in bad trouble. <laughs> maybe, maybe playing through the pain. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Forest are struggling. Wolves needed that win they though. Did Big win that. for Wolves. Yeah. I mean, both teams needed needed a win from it. Um, it was very cagey because of that. I felt. Yeah. But Wolves getting the goal is huge. Puts them, you know, back in touching distance now with. You know, even as high as West Ham on the 11 points, they're on nine points. So it puts them, you know, it's going to be very tight this time of the season, but, it, you know, the gaps will start to appear as we go on. And I think yeah. Leicester and Forest are now starting to get cut adrift. They are, yeah. Uh, obviously, a nil-nil for Leicester and Palace. Um, yeah, well, while yours was entertaining, this was dull. Yeah, it was not. It was definitely the, the opposite. <laughs> There's not a lot to say about it other than Leicester could really do with a win. And uh, Palace is okay, yeah. but again, could do with some points on the board as well. But um, yeah, no, I can't believe that both those teams just decided not to show up at all. <laughs> uh, back to Sunday's game then. I think the only one we haven't talked about is Southampton-West Ham yeah, now. that's the last one. That is the last one, and that was... That was an okay game as well, I thought. Had it had its moments. Yeah. Um, Declan Rice finally gets a goal in the Premier League First after God knows how long. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Big goal after that, but uh, it wasn't It wasn't before Southampton were able to take the lead in that game. Yeah, a bit of controversy with the Southampton goal of the foul yep. and the build-up, apparently. I didn't see yeah, it. But... But <laughs> no, me neither. Me neither, but um, it's... It is what it is for those, and again, these are two teams. I mean, West Ham probably, well, you know, between the two of them, it was a very even game. I think it's very good, like we're saying, down that bottom half of the table at the minute, it's going to be so tight until the gaps start to emerge. There's only really Leicester and Forest that are getting cut off. West Ham had 25 shots. Yeah. In an away game, that's that's, in, that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot, but only four on target. Yeah, that's the you. conversion rate. So, but yeah, <laughs> so it's not even. Come on, mathematician. Yeah, Come on, mathematician. What's the conversion rate? Uh, shoddy. Shoddy. Is... Shoddy, shoddy is your expert opinion. Okay. Shoddy. Yeah. I mean, it's about what? It's just under under twenty percent, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'm no good at math, so yeah. Whatever you'd have said, I've said yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it might even be nineteen percent. Don't, don't, don't be Just say right. Just say uh... less than twenty. Indeed. So that is your Premier League games this this week. Um, good times to go. We've obviously got some midweek games this week, but we'll pick you up with that all next week if there's anything interesting that happens. But it's time now to go around the world. Okay, I'm going to take you around the world. Croaky voice and all. And I start this week close to home where Sheffield United and Blackpool played out a three-all draw, including a last-minute equaliser for United's Oliver Norwood. Before that, though, Two Blackpool players were sent off, so they had nine men at that point, of course, before two further sending offs, one for each side after the final whistle and a bit of a melee as well to end the game. You've got to love to see that cracking game in the championship there. In Italy, Juventus get a much-needed win over Torino. Both the Milan clubs win, as do leaders Napoli as they lead the way. In France, Neymar scores the only goal as PSG beat Marseille by a goal to nil. Rennes beat Lyon three go- by three goals to two as Monaco are held by 10-man Clermont. El Clasico was won by the newly crowned Ballon d'Or winner Karim Benzema. He scored the opening goal as they beat Barcelona 3-1. 
Antoine Griezmann scores the only goal as Atletico beat Bilbao. In Germany, Union Berlin beat Dortmund by two goals to nil. Bayern put five past Freiburg as Leverkusen drop into the bottom three as they lose 5-1 to Frankfurt. In the WSL, England's Ella Toon scores twice as Manchester United beat Brighton okay. 4-0. Manchester City win 4-0 as well. There were wins for Arsenal, Chelsea, Tottenham and West Ham. The London club doing very well this weekend in the WSL. In the MLS, LA Galaxy, Austin and Dallas progress into the semi-finals, joining the winners of the Western Conference, LAFC. Cincinnati, Montreal and New York City progress from the Eastern Conference to join Philadelphia in the semi-finals. We'll bring you that next week with what happens there. In the A-League, last season's champions, Western United, make it two defeats from two after losing to Sydney FC. And Needham Market, Chris, are through mm-hmm. to the first round proper Let's of the go. FA Cup. They beat Maidstone by a goal to nil. Lovely Their stuff. reward is a trip to League One, but now being in round one. Well, there we go. Big times for Needham Market. You love to see that. So lots going on around the world in football, as there always is. But we also need to check in with our football manager, Wonderkid. This is Donis Avdijaj. Any updates for the boy? Um, An update... He did play some part right. in the game this time. Okay. He came, he came on in the 85th minute yep. of their nil-nil draw with Young Boys of Bath. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Thanks for that. So they're still bottom of the table, Update. still without a win. But it's not looking good. It's not looking good for the boy, Donis, is it? It's not looking good for Donis, no. It's not looking good. Unlucky. Unlucky. Uh, right. So, yeah, like we said, there's some midweek fixtures this week, but also we will go through this weekend's Premier League programme to see what you've got to look forward to in a weekend full of football. So, we start on Saturday lunchtime with a fun fact for you. The first televised game ever in the Premier League was Nottingham Forest taking on Liverpool. That is the lunchtime game this weekend. There are two games at three o'clock. Everton take on Crystal Palace. Manchester City take on Brighton. Before a big game at half past five, Chelsea take on Manchester United. There are four games kicking off at two o'clock on Sunday. Wolves against Leicester. Aston Villa taking on Brentford. Southampton taking on Arsenal. Leeds taking on Fulham. Before the 4.30 game, which is Tottenham versus Newcastle. Monday night football returns this week as well. West Ham taking on Bournemouth. Yes, don't forget the big weekend fixture. Uh, the, the big midweek feature, I should say, between... Manchester United and Tottenham. We don't talk about that next week. It depends. I mean, one of us probably will, and probably one of us probably will. Unless it ends at a draw. Indeed. But anyway, thank you so much for listening this week. If you want to get in touch with us, don't forget you always can. If there's something you want us to talk about, something that you're like, well, why haven't you mentioned that? Please do feel free to get in touch at Let's Football Pod on Twitter, or you can email us at letsfootballpod at gmail.com. Uh, like we said, we'll be back next week discussing all those big talking points. But for now, everyone, look after yourselves and we will see you all uh, very, very soon. All right. Bye, everyone. See you in a bit. Bye.